Wherever cancer is, Hancock Health will fight. In any part of you and in all corners of East Central Indiana. From Indianapolis to Greenfield to Knightstown to Rushville. From hospital rooms to family rooms, we fight. With technology and medicine. With care backed by the wisdom of Mayo Clinic. For you, for your family, and for your future in Rush County. We fight cancer here. HancockHealth.org slash cancer. I know the World Cup is happening and I'm supposed to really be into it. I mean, I'm a soccer guy. I I love it. But FIFA, the governing body of, of world soccer, put it in Qatar. You're talking about a horrific nation. Lots of money. But you can't drink a beer and, oh, you Jews, no kosher food, and you're not allowed to publicly pray. True story. You really think that the, that FIFA cares? They don't care abusive or oppressive. What they care about is what kind of deal that they got, which probably involves a kickback. And how can I pay attention to World Cup when I have to watch the Indianapolis Colts flail as they do? 17 to 16, losing to the Eagles, who they were beating because, well, in a way, someone can argue they stopped playing football. Field goal missed, first and goal, you're not scoring a touchdown. Defense gives up 14 points in the fourth quarter. That's everything going wrong. Tony Katz, guys, good to be with you. JMV joins us from 93.5-1075, the fan. Uh, I don't know if you want to start on the offense or defensive side uh, of this ball, but I, 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 I can only imagine there are some nice defensive things to take away. There is absolutely nothing worth uh, taking from that uh, other side of the ball. Now the offense, Tony, has uh, really no playmakers to speak of. I mean, really none. Jonathan Taylor, maybe, but really none. And you can't, with that margin for error that the Colts have, which is very slight, and especially against better teams, you can't get thrown into all those short fields like that and come away with either three or a miss. We were in the press box yesterday, and when McLaughlin, you know, missed that that kick, I think a 50-yard or whatever it was, which is, you know, makeable range by the standards of the NFL, really a range you have to make. When he messed up, we all kind of looked at one another and said, all right, here we go. And that's exactly what happened. Here we go. You just didn't take advantage of the situations you were set up in. Philly was right for their second loss of the season. But this Colts team, as we've seen a number of times this year, think about it. They go into the fourth quarter leading by 10 and then come away with a loss. And, you know, you mentioned where are you going to start with our criticism, offensively or defensively. It's almost like you can't count on one when the other is playing well, if that makes any sense to you whatsoever. Given if, if, say, for example, the offense has a nice series, then you're not going to be able to count on the defense. If the defense is looking good and playing tough, you're probably not going to count on the offense. And that happens every single game. It's discombobulated. And yesterday, once again, offensively, Tony, it started with the offensive line. It was wobbling at best. Uh, so uh, all we heard... And all people want to talk about, and I, this is not an attack on Jeff Saturday. This is a, a just a reality. Oh, my gosh, Jeff Saturday. Oh, I guess they're all just going to, you know, uh, be uh, eating crow for everything they said about Jeff Saturday because he won last week. This team collapsed in the fourth quarter. Where's going to be the talk about Jeff Saturday? I can't believe that Jim Irsay did this. What was he thinking? This team isn't actually inspired. This offensive line isn't actually better because Saturday's in there. Where's all that talk? 
No, it's the same team. No, there's no doubt about that. Well, I mean, Jim Irsay was the one that gloated big time last week via Twitter. And, you know, as much heat as he took last week for that hire, then so be it. I probably would have done the same thing. But at the same time, this is an identical team. It is. Motivational words, maybe that helped last week. Maybe that helped this team. But maybe it was also the fact that the Raiders suck. And I mean suck in a big way. That played more of a significant role but I think the words of Jeff Saturday or the implementation of Jeff Saturday as the interim head coach, Tony, this is still the same team because yesterday you saw a garden variety of the issues with this team as to why they have been one of the larger disappointments this year. They just have. I mean, it just, again, offensively, they look the same. Defensively, they have their moments. But when you really needed them on that final drive with Jalen Hurts, the defense let them down. So they are identical to what we thought when Frank Reich was here. So there's no difference. Talking to JMV from 103.5975, uh, the, the, the fan, uh, is this defensive uh, issue that we saw, uh, is this all because Kill Leonard is out for the rest of the season? Now, I think yesterday it was probably – I'll give a little bit of credit where credit is due because I will look at it this way. I, I thought that the Eagles kind of took that thing. It wasn't like the Colts just on a silver platter tone. He said, hey, you know, here's the game. We stink. I thought that the Eagles took it. I thought that Jalen Hurts just kind of showed why Jalen Hurts is mentioned as the possible MVP in the NFL this year. He just took it upon himself offensively. They took it upon themselves you know, to get that thing into the end zone, and they weren't going to be denied. And I, I wish the Colts had – some way to counter that. I wish the Colts had some kind of angle where they could also do it, but they just simply, they don't. They lack the playmaking ability. They lack the scoring ability. Tony, you and I think talked about it last week, whether or not this team was going to get the 20, and if that was going to be you know, 20 points, a, a kind of a linchpin to where this team gets a win, that's that's where you're looking at it. Let's just say, for example, you know, you make a you know, touchdown instead of a field goal, make another field goal, we're probably talking about different things against arguably the best team in the NFL this year. But they just continuously let you down when you need them. And, again, I look at that offensive line, the offensive line with all the penalties. Think about how you go down the field and you get sidetracked because of an illegal man downfield or a hold. Offensive line penalties were probably, to me, the biggest issue of what we saw with this team yesterday. And there were uh, uh, a few uh, of them. Uh, the new guy, left tackle, um, Raymond? Ryman. 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 Um, yeah. uh, you had Ryman, you had uh, Fries playing because you had Pryor going to the hospital, and I don't even know what happened uh, there. Um, you've got this big, expensive offensive line that still does not have a level of cohesiveness, but some of this is just about learning, right? Uh, Ryman's, isn't he a rookie? I mean, you... You, you, sometimes yeah. these things are going to happen. Yeah, there's no question about that. I mean, he is a rookie, and that's what you can expect, and that's what happens when your general manager fails at his business at hand. This was supposed to be the building blocks and the foundation of this team, and it has not been anywhere near. That is a general manager failure. That's a Chris Ballard failure, and that to me that's going to have repercussions as you move forward here too. It just will. And, I mean, hopefully Ryman, for example, Tony, is going to be your left tackle in the future. That would be great. But they thought they had so much figured out on this team this year, and this group is probably what has let them down more than anything else in what has been an incredibly disappointing season. As we talk about things offensively, I personally am taking a look at Alec Pierce. 
He got targeted eight times. He caught the ball three times. You can argue uh, that maybe a pass or two was a, you know, a little too, too far away. It was a little underthrown, whatever the case may be. Alec Pierce is not getting open. Alec Pierce is not getting the ball, and he's not catching the ball. What's going on? Uh, well, part of it is, um, I mean, he's a rookie, still getting used to it. Uh, that's not an excuse. That's just a fact. Uh, the other serious fact to me is that Matt Ryan can get it down the field. I mean, you cut off how much of the field offensively because Matt Ryan doesn't have the arm strength and at times still doesn't have the protection to get it down the field. He can't. Thus, Pierce, Pittman Jr. can't get separation. They can get separation on those crossing patterns, and those crossing patterns work. But trying to get it down the field, just not going to happen because they can't get separation. And the simple fact is Matt Ryan – as good as he has been, at least last week with this team, he can't get the ball down the field any longer, and that is a huge detriment. You uh, expect to see any changes? Parks Frazier still going to be making the play calls? He uh, he is. It was this all on him? I uh, no. no, I think he's. Yeah, I think everything's probably going to stay the way that it is. And you know, you're going to get a Steeler team coming up on Monday night. You know, Tony, here's what really bugs me, and I'm, I'm curious your thoughts too. This team has had an opportunity to be in the thick of things, in the hunt, even with the way that they've played this season. And they've just let themselves down. Yesterday, I thought it was more the Eagles kind of taking it away. Well, you can look back this season, and there are so many different circumstances to where the Colts have deflated their own balloon, have really screwed themselves, and that's where they find themselves right now. They, they don't have the answers to the questions that are most important on this team. And that's what we're going to get at the end of the season. Because this was supposed to be that transition season into winning a division title and, uh, you know, winning a game in the postseason, hosting a playoff game in the postseason. And they've been unable to do that. And that falls at the feet of Chris Ballard. So I think there are going to be more questions to be answered, certainly after the season where this thing goes. But this is one of the most disappointing teams in the NFL by a long shot this year. And then if you think back at all the opportunities they've had where they've let one another down, that's probably the biggest disappointment of this team is just how people thought they were going to be, what they were going to lean on to be, and what they certainly haven't been, Tony. 